0: Have you ever wondered what it's like for other people to go through a life event? Is it the same for them? Is it different? And how? My name is Dr. Nakelle Rogers-Wed. I'm a psychologist. I'm doing a podcast with my mom, Dr. Elsa Rogers, Dean of General Studies. And we're going to be talking to different people about what it's like to go through a single life event at the same time. In our last episode, we talked about what it was like when you bring a new baby home. This time, we're talking about what it's like when those babies leave the nest and you become an empty nester, or as our guest and one of her friends call it, a free birder. Thank you for joining us for another episode of At The Same Time, and this time we are joined by Danny Hinshey. did I pronounce that correctly, Danny?
1: You did. All right, very, wonderful, very good.
0: And Danny, at, when I was just kind of chatting with her before we started recording, described herself as CEO of her family and as a working mother. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, because it's absolutely full time job. So um, just talk to our um, listeners a little bit about yourself because it sounds like you've done a whole lot of things in addition to running a household and raising your kid.
1: I was a professional volunteer and still am. I am I did a lot as a career I actually was in volunteer management before I, you know, stepped away from my career to raise my kids because my, you know, family was moving around the country and and you know ultimately landed in the Bay Area. So I spent, you know, many years working for you know, my kids' schools and, and helping that, you know, helping our school community have, you know, a wonderful community of parents to, you know, support it. And I mean, I, and I, as my youngest went off, you know, his senior year, I decided to go out with a big bang and I chaired the big grad night, which is a big tradition in our community and managed huge team of probably over a hundred volunteers that spent almost a year you know planning this night, and it almost brings a tear to my eye to, think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to remember the morning. And it was an all night party, and you know, you're watching your youngest have this wonderful experience, and the teacher band is singing and playing, and all these kids that you've, that you've you know known since kindergarten. Not all of them, but you know, so many of them, and just watching them, and and they're going off on their world. You know, they're, you know, you're sending off them off into the world, and at the same time, you're like, I'm getting sent off into the world, yeah, of a of oh, yeah. a new experience. So it was it was a great way to sort of launch out into being an empty nester, or as a good friend of mine. Who uh, was also a, a fantastic community volunteer, told me to become a free birder. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like that. But tell me, I in in listening to what you you describe, I get the sense that you are still emotional about it. Did you feel somehow left behind?
1: Um, no, I I didn't. I think. You know, I think the emotion is getting my youngest through high school was, was a challenge and it was, it was hard,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, you know, just navigating, you know, I have a, my oldest is a daughter and my youngest is a son and just, you know, there were, you know, each posed their different challenges. And now looking back on it, it was like, I was so excited about his opportunity to go away, you know, to graduate from high school and go launch into the world. Um, Mm -hmm. And, uh, and now, like, now, you know, where we are two years later, and through the pandemic and everything, he's doing great. And it's, I, I think it was, I think at the time it was, and even now, like the emotion of it is just, I don't know. I, I've felt fulfilled by my, you know, everything I've done as a, as a volunteer, but it's, it is hard to sort of transition. I'm, I'm not good at transitions, I don't
0: think. Well, actually, (laughs) I wondered, because Danny, like before we started recording, you said something that never occurred to me, which was you know, like you're volunteering for these different things for your kids' classes or other activities they're involved in in the community. And like, I've got little ones. And Mm -hmm. it just never occurred to me that, that when they leave, like, there is no more school thing for me to automatically go do because they're not there anymore. So what was that like?
1: I mean, that is a super weird thing. Like, I mean, I don't know what your community is like, but when your kids are in school, you're sort of in tune with the coming, you know, what time school starts and what time school mm-hmm. ends. And, you, you know, and it's it's part of your home schedule. It's part of, but like our community, like traffic is terrible in town during certain drop off and pick up times. And I remember like, you know, I wasn't, I remember the first day of school coming When I had no more kids and and it was like, you know, there you are, like the first day of school comes and you're completely like, had no, I had no idea. Like, oh "Oh, yeah, it's that time of year, but I'm just not even paying attention. And it it is weird. And, you know, whether you have kids in school or not, in our community, the schools, their comings and goings, you know, I have to think about, okay, it's, it's, you know, lunchtime for the high school if I want to get across town I need to make sure I'm it's better to leave either before or after that like there's Uh no um you know and when your kids aren't those elements are just sort of I don't know they're just uh they're part of it and when you're not when you're not a part of it and then as also like you know there's I was, you know, I was on our education foundation board and that was, you know, kind of my, my, the thing I was most involved with, you know, through the latter part of my kids' um, school years. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you're really involved in the, at the ground level of what's happening in the schools and there's been some things that have happened and I just have, since my kids have graduated and I just, I kind of know some of the roots of them because some of it like started before I was there, but it's really, um, interesting, you know, feeling to kind of go, I, I care, but not wanting to like, it's the next, you know, it's the parents that are there now that it's their job to, to take Mm -hmm. care Uh of and make these decisions and, you know, be a part of it. And I mean, there's obviously there's, you know, every community should be, you know, people should be involved in, you know, and want to be a part of, but it's really the parents that have to make, you know, those decisions and help -hmm. the school navigate through whatever difficulties they're having and, and to step aside. And because I think as you, as your kids move on to the next phase, you're not as involved in, you know, what's, you know what the day to day issues are that that mm-hmm. drive things.
0: Correct. Yeah, these are things like I think, like I just never it never occurred to me because I'm just like, did we get both shoes on the feet? Do they match? Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> are they
1: are they on the correct feet? <laughs> oh my gosh! No, I've been there. <laughs> yeah. I get
0: there, and I'm like, oh look, <laughs> oops. Yeah. Well, we're here. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, you know, and it, like, I have a good friend who, you know, her oldest is the same as age as my youngest. And then she has three much younger kids, who the youngest of just finished kindergarten. And, and I can remember it, it and her kids go to the same elementary school that, that you know, our, you know, her oldest and my youngest went to, and both my kids went there, but, and it's all these years later, and, you know, I do love staying connected, like, what teachers are still there? What's still going on? How are, you know, and we laugh, because when our youngest were in, what, second, third grade, like, You probably don't even know what this is, but like it was all paper packets. Like all the information about school came home in paper and and we were the parents that like sorted that and we would get together every week and sort the packets, the Wednesday Mm -hmm. packet and and make you know, put it in all the teachers' boxes to get distributed that that would then go in the kids' pack, you know, backpacks and come home. And none of that happens now.
2: I remember that, Nigel. You you (laughs) know, it's coming home. I'm wondering if I got everything. If if a parent would, uh, did you see? So, oh, I didn't have time to read that one. Sometimes it's kind of embarrassing to know that you got the packet, but you didn't read it thoroughly.
1: Yeah, I just remember forgetting the packet in my cubby. (laughs) (laughs) And and I remember it was like, oh yeah, you'd get the packet, and you know, be like, oh yeah, I need to read that, and you'd put it down, and then. Mm it would just get buried under something and you never read it. And it's the same thing as our email inboxes. (laughs) It just happened in a different way.
0: Yeah. So Danny, was there any preparation you were doing like during your son's senior year? Like, were you thinking about the experience of being an empty nester or rather a free bird? Um, Were you thinking about that while he was still in school or was it something that just kind of, it was a, oh oh, here we are, he
1: is gone. You know, well, one of the things that was kind of fun about my son's senior year is, like, as a family, we had all these milestones going on. And, like, right, you know, so 2019 is when my son graduated from high school. And so in December of 2018, my daughter turned 21. And so that sort of kicked it off. Mm -hmm. And then in 2019, then my son... Uh, graduated from high school, and my husband celebrated his 50th birthday. Oh, wow. And then we celebrated our 25th wedding anniversary, and then I turned 50. And so it was this year of, like, milestones. And, And because of everything going on, having a kid graduating from high school and getting them ready to go off to college, like, we decided, you know, we were trying to figure out how we would mark, you know, our our milestones. And we had this big party that we called our 50 50 <laughs> <laughs> And celebrated, you know, like with all of our friends and family and our kids and their friends. And it was super fun to sort of kind of celebrate all these moments. And it was kind of like, okay, and we're becoming empty nesters or free birds or, you know, kind of having the freedom to, you know, not be driven by the cycle of the school year so much, Mm -hmm. even though when your kids are in college, you're still a bit driven by, you know, the cycle of school. Uh, It, it, you know, both of my kids went away to school. So, you know, they weren't until they came back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So talk to us about that, because like, everything was on track to be kind of what one would expect. But then we had this thing called COVID-19 and it turned everything upside
1: down. So what did that look like in the life of your family? It was, it was wild. Like, I mean, so here we were sort of, you know, I mean, my husband and I were relatively young when we got married, you know, for, you know, in, in our world, you know, we were, Like 24 and 25 when we got married. Mm-hmm. And we were sort of ready to in, enjoy ourselves for a bit. You know, we'd been raising kids and, you know, working hard and moving a lot, and doing all these things. And so, and we were, you know, having this year of like sort of celebrating these milestones. And so we had. Literally, the day our county went into lockdown, I was supposed to be leaving on a trip with my girlfriends from growing up, and we were all meeting in Morocco, supposed to, and so that didn't happen, and um, right after, like, I think the same week, like, within a few days of that, you know, my husband and son were supposed to be headed to... I think they were going to El Salvador wow. surfing on a oh. spring break trip, you know, with, so cool. with my son, mm. you know, and, and, you know, my daughter was supposed to be heading, you know, right. I mean, this is all like, it was spring break time when, when the pandemic came down. And so it, you know, it started with because I was heading to Morocco, we were sort of paying attention and we knew we figured out, my friends and I, that this pandemic thing was going to happen. It, like we mm-hmm. were talking about it before it was really big in the news here because, well, one of my friends was living in Paris. And and so we made a decision a few weeks ahead of time, like it's not a good idea. We don't want to get stuck over there. France was about, we were going through France and that was going to get locked down. And so we like, so I, I started mourning this big trip and then thank goodness you looked because can you imagine oh it would have been I mean I had a friend whose daughter was on study abroad in Morocco and had to get emergency evacuated out of there Mm. when the pandemic hit and so I was very grateful to not be dealing with that and then initially both of my kids schools and both my kids go to small liberal arts colleges in upstate New York and in very rural communities that, you know, it was very different than like dealing with the pandemic in a city where there's more resources, like the, the communities where their schools were just did not have the capacity to to handle the pandemic, you know, if it were to get out of hand. So they were being very conservative in the decisions they were making. But initially, both their schools said, okay, we're going to, everybody's going to lock down here. Oh, wow. Nobody can leave. Like, don't leave. Just stay here. And, you know, it's, we're going to be, you know, it's going to be just a few weeks. And that sort of was the beginning of this unknowing. And because not everybody was happy about that. And, and mm-hmm. then there was like, okay, well athletes can still go do what, you know, continue on. And it was, it was a mess. And then, I you know, about a week went by and then it was shut down completely. Yeah. And my daughter was a senior in college. My son was a freshman in college and he my son was given like 24 hours to leave campus he didn't even pack a single thing he just oh. left his whole dorm like everything left and got oh. on a plane and got home and my daughter was like senior year done like oh. and and it was like it was so hard to peel her out of there and she did not want to leave at all and the school was sending everyone home and and it was so scary then. like everyone was so scared. yeah, and we live in California, and so getting from set like her schools in really central new york it's not an easy flight in regular times. it's there's no you know you it's not a direct flight, so you you know and it was March, weather is kind of uncertain at times. And, you know, so it was not easy in the best of times. And now here we are, like, you've got to get on an airplane, multiple airplanes in multiple airports and get yourself Mm -hmm. across the country. And Mm. like, she didn't want to do that at all. But uh, about a week went by and, you know, all of her friends, they all just, they mourned their loss and, what they had to do (laughs) yeah and she got home and within a couple days of getting home realized she'd been exposed to COVID oh Oh
0: gosh how scary and
1: so then you know she got home and we didn't know of any exposures so we were just you know we were sheltering in place all together so we'd all been exposed to her so she had it we were all going to have it. And so, you know, we went through that whole process. And so I, I mean, the pandemic was very, very chaotic. I had a senior in college who was just mourning the loss of her senior year and all the traditions that she was losing and trying to navigate online school. And then I had a freshman in college who was having the time of his life and (laughs) loving school and super happy and had made all these friends. And now he was also at home trying to navigate online school. And so nobody was happy to be home. No one was happy. The only person I think that might have been happy to be home was my husband who had been sent home at the very beginning of March and was working from home. Also thinking this was, you know, a relatively temporary thing. Right. And I think the dogs were happy, you know, the dogs. Oh yeah. The people are home. The people are home. They're home all the time. But it was, it was just, it was, there was a lot going on. There was, it, it felt like a lot of emotion. So now that you
2: have both kids who had some experience being away from home, returning to home, how did that, how did they deal with that now that, you know, they, they're back, but they're somehow, they us say semi-adults? How did you deal with their reaction to being home? Of course, your daughter was, um, was unhappy, and your son, he just made friends and all of these things, but their experience at home would have been different the second time around or was it
1: oh absolutely it was different it was um I mean initially I mean we were you know we were sheltering in place and and everyone was dealing with so many emotions and and there was so much change in the house just because of you're trying to keep everything clean and not get contaminated with this virus. And we had a new puppy in the house that we got about, well, before the pandemic happened in, we got in February. And so we had this puppy and, you know, there was that chaos. And initially there was a lot of, you know, we were all being very um, sort of lenient on everyone you know trying to you know everyone was home no one was really happy I was like all of a sudden my world was rocked because I was used to everyone being you know before the when my kids were in school everyone would leave for the day and I would have the house and I would be able to take care of my business in the house in an empty house and now everyone was Home And our kitchen, which was kind of my domain, was now like the break room, the lunch room, the, oh, yeah. you know, you just had everybody And it, it was, you know, there was just all this space, you know, just we're all colliding,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: you know, in the space. And so it took, you know, we sort of went through a period of time of, you know, where we were all you know, we were making all these meals and, and, you know, I mean, it was just like everyone else, like you're making all these meals and you're doing all these dishes and we're all kind of all trying to figure out what our new normal is and what role Mm -hmm. everyone is going to play. And, and then after a while it, and and also you have, you know, my kids, like what it was, I think it was much harder for them to, Sort of heed the advice we were all getting, which was to shelter in place. And oh, yeah! How did you deal with that? Well, I mean, we, you know, we had, you know, we all just lived at, you know, in our home, and you know, everyone had their own room. And luckily, we have a relatively, you know, spacious house, and we just started creating zones for 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 things like, you know, it was like, okay, no one can go to the gym. There's no more going, you know, out to exercise and, you know, we created a zone for exercising and, and kind of everyone sort of defined their spaces and it was like the Wi-Fi. everybody needed, we need a place to do their school and stream their classes and do all of that. Mm -hmm. So it was just creating, figuring out what everyone's, where that space was in our house mm-hmm. and, like for my son it was his room for my daughter it, she initially started at the kitchen island and then was like, that's not gonna work. you need to go find you know go you, it doesn't have to be your room but you need to go find a different space. <laughs> you, like mm-hmm. the kitchen island is already serving so many different purposes. Uh-huh. We, we and, can't yeah. have that be your your classroom. Mm -hmm. yeah and so she then you know she found the dining room and and you know our my husband we have a room we call our the office which is you know has always kind of been an office and our guest room and he just took that over and that became his his zone and and so he had his space and so we all just started defining our spaces and and also, really, you know, who was yeah. cooking and who was doing the dishes and who was unloading the, you know, like doing all the different house chores. And then, as the pandemic sort of set in, there was also there was the the layer of, okay. We're we're isolating at home. We're sheltering in place. We're not interacting. But then it be, it that became so hard for especially my son it was really hard Mm -hmm. to just not interact with your friends and Mm -hmm. you know our neighborhood became our our community you know sort of we we live in a little cul-de-sac dead end street and you know I think my son was he was socializing with all of our neighbors none of which are his age but that Mm -hmm. became his safe space and I don't know. It was just an interesting time for everyone. Are the kids still at home? Uh, My daughter is still at home. So she's been at home since March of 2020. And she ended up, you know, she graduated in May of 2020 and then navigated her way to an unpaid internship, which she then turned into a full-time job, paying job. Wow. And so she's been working remotely uh, for an organization that's based in Washington, D.C. since last August. And she's uh, headed to graduate school in August. So uh, we sort of, through the pandemic, went through the, you know, she knew she was going to apply to graduate school before the pandemic even hit. And so that was a big deal, going through that application process and she wanted to know where she was going but i also was like i want to know where you're going cuz i want to know what the timeline is for this time like to to put an end to an end date to this time we're living in right so so she's uh you know headed back to new york in in august and my son he is still, he was home until from March of 2020 until January of 2021. His school, the way they handled the pandemic was they, de- they did not invite all of their students back for the fall term and they divided their normal two semester you know, academic calendar into three terms. And so he is finishing right now uh, his summer term
2: mm. which is
1: essentially like his fall 2020
2: yeah
1: uh semester and so yeah he's so he's finishing his sophomore year of college right now and will be home in about a week and a half
2: so you are going to be experiencing come august you'll be experiencing a second empty nest uh, uh situation. With you yes. going back to grad school and hopefully your son being able to attend school fully um in person.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I mean, he's he his school has been in a hybrid situation and, and they're, you know, they're anticipating going back uh, in person in the fall. So so they will both, you know, head back mm-hmm. to head back to school. Uh, Mm -hmm. in August, and we will be back to being empty nesters. And
2: And...
1: (laughs) we are very excited.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What what are you looking forward to doing this time around?
1: You know, it's so funny, like, you know, at the back in 2019, when we were kind of just, we were kind of just getting into our groove of being empty nesters, because it's, you, you know, initially, you're kind of going, you know, You wake up in the morning you're like oh our house is really quiet and you know you go through your day and you know the end of the day comes and you know it's when you have kids at home you may not eat a family meal every night together but you know Mm -hmm. what you know a couple nights a week you have dinner as a family together and maybe you know and then in different combinations throughout the week, you know, so maybe there's a, mm-hmm. a mother-son night and there's a mother-daughter night, and it, you know, you get yeah. date night and like you get all these different and all of a sudden it was like every night, the mm. two of us, that's it. There's <laughs> no, there's no like natural flexibility. I mean, occasion, you know, it's like, yeah, sometimes I would go out and sometimes my husband would, but I mean, there's not that many combinations of oh.
2: You know, I I, I became an empty nester a few years ago. And uh, what I remember most was when my son actually was close to leaving. I remember thinking, you know, I kind of am looking forward to it simply because I won't have to get up in the morning. No, I didn't have to get up in the morning. I just did it to myself. But uh, I won't have to get up in the morning to make sure that he's off, to make sure that this, to make sure. So I kind of looked forward to it, which I'm ashamed to say. I looked forward to it. But at the same time, I knew it was going to be extremely hard when he left because Nikhil left at first. And then there we were, just my husband and me. But um, what was interesting, though, is that when both Nikhil and her, and her brother left, she called me one night and she asked, um, she told me, hey, how are you and dad doing? So I said, oh, we're doing fine. She said, you know, I have a book to give to you. I said, what book is that? She said, oh coping with the empty nest. And I just listened to her. I, I, I laughed because because I told her, I said, sweetie pie, you know, your dad and I were together before you were born. <laughs> so so we will, we'll be able to cope. I'm sure we'll be able. But you know, I do this. Yeah, yeah, we can, we can do this. But I think sometimes children may, I, hate to, I I don't know if I'm putting it the right way. We kind of... um surround ourselves with their activities. In yes. as far as, you know, we do everything, they're involved in sports, they're involved in cheerleading, they're involved in drama, and we do all of these things for them. And then suddenly, wait a second, there's nothing else to do. So what do we do with ourselves? And, I, and it didn't dawn on me that the kids would be concerned about how we are going to cope. Did you get any kind of inkling that perhaps
1: your children thought a bit about that? I did. I remember, um, at when my, well, it was around the holidays, you know, or at right after the holidays, kind of before the pandemic hit and, you know, like before my daughter went back to college, um, for the her second semester of senior year, she was Uh down visiting our family and, in Southern California and they were asking, well, how are your parents doing? Like, you know, they're mm-hmm. empty nesters now, like, how are they doing? And yes, I remember her coming home and, and, and talking about like the conversation. And, mm-hmm. and, and I remember her feeling like, so you could tell as she was like, yeah, they were asking, like, they were wondering how you were doing. And if, you know, you were, if you were okay. And she was like, my parents are fine. Like they're (laughs) good. Like, you know, Mm. and, you know, and, you know, this was before the pandemic and, you know, we were going, we had trips, we were plant going on Mm -hmm. and we were, I mean, we had had full fall of activities and we had both embraced golf Mm -hmm. We become, you know, yeah. golf junkies and we're playing oh. quite a bit of golf and just in, you know, just we were kind of doing our thing sort of, it was that, that period of time was kind of like, um, I felt like we were that, those those few months that we were empty nesters was, we mm-hmm. were, I mean, we are sort of, it was like we were stretching, you know, kind of, we were stretching into becoming empty nesters. We were kind of like getting ready. And we had been talking about buying a a vacation home for a while. And we did that in the fall. And, you know, we, so we had just finished that getting, going through that process and Mm -hmm. we were playing golf and, you know, getting ready to go on our trips and doing all these things. And and I remember having that conversation, feeling like just a sense of like warmth in how she Mm -hmm. felt. You could just tell she felt so prideful that her parents were happy and busy and doing things, pursuing things Mm -hmm. after, you know, she and her brother were gone like that, right. that we weren't just like you know trying to, there, yeah. yeah like you know we were we were off doing our thing we weren't we weren't sort of pining for you know them to be around and you know and she she went off and was very independent at school and mm-hmm. and and yeah that was just a nice feeling um yeah. having that conversation with her
2: I think it, it really is nice when your children look at you and say, you know something, they're doing well. Um, because, you know, as parents, we don't want our children to be worried about us. Uh, you know, we, we should be worrying about them rather than the other way around. Yes.
1: Yeah. So true.
2: Danny, you talked about your husband um, and you starting to play golf. Is there anything else that's new that you plan to do this time around?
1: I, right now, having gone through the pandemic and just mm-hmm. gotten, um, you know, kind of through this period of time, my, I have not thought all that much about what I'm going to do when the kids are gone, you know, back gone again. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm super excited to launch them and we have, you know, we'll both be in New York. So we're doing a sort of a a trip to get them all, you know, settled back there. Uh, So, and, and I'm looking forward to that. And when I get home, I think it will, I will kind of have a moment to take my, you know, take a deep breath and go, Oh, okay. We just (laughs) made it through quite an experience. And and, I, and and then take it from there. Um, you. We, you know, in the fall of 2019, we, we bought a vacation home that we're getting ready to renovate. So I will have that to do and I'm looking forward to that. But, I, but mostly I'm just looking forward to sort of taking a deep breath after sort of oh, yes. this experience that we, we've all had and to sort of, ease back into you know life as we know it and you know take it day by day and you know moment by moment and that's
2: good advice and what advice would you give to you've gone through it now once and you're getting ready to do it a second time what advice or suggestions would you give to someone who who is at a uh, let's say at loose ends or someone who's just going to be an empty nester let's say at the end of this semester
1: i would say get ready to really enjoy your kids like mm-hmm. the thing i my husband and i and my friends and i that are sort of in the same place talk about is how fun it is to have you know grown up kids that you can you know sort of in and and you're you're just not so down in the trenches with your kids when mm-hmm. they're at this this age and and enjoy them because this is you know this is the time to really sort of you know enjoy them and establish you know sort of a grown-up relationship with them and oh, how cool. you you know, they're, they're at the beginning of their sort of, you know, independent life. And I think a lot about as they, as we, I mean, as we all go through the different phases of our lives, I want to build the relationships so that as they establish themselves in their careers and, you know, start, have their life partners and go off wherever they're going to go, you have the relationship that you can keep coming back and enjoying each other. And it's not, it's not day to day, you know, you're not, you know, trying to make sure they have their shoes on anymore or their, <laughs> their coat on or, you know, like, but you're just, uh, you really have time to like enjoy each other's company and, and, you know, be a family together, you know, and enjoy, joy enjoy doing things together as a, as a family and get out into the world. And, and I think people think you lose track that when your kids are gone, that, you know, when they move out of the house, you raise your kids to fly. And when they do fly, enjoy it. You did your work. You, you put in the hard work to, you know, raise kids to go out into the world and, and, conquer it and enjoy the fruits of your labor that is that is very good advice
0: and I I liked not just you know the part about raising them to fly but that that you remain aware that you're not just trying to like put out the next fire that you're also building a lifelong relationship with them I think that like to to use your term when you're in the trenches it's just like oh my gosh can we just get through bath and bedtime Mm -hmm. and sometimes we forget that I would like to talk to this person when they're 20 or 30. Yes. Yeah. And so keeping that in mind as you interact with them into kind of the free bird stage of parenting. <laughs> yes, I love,
2: I love that expression, free bird. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that was my last question. Yeah. Do you have any comments, Danny?
1: No, this was a wonderful conversation. I really enjoyed talking with both of you and it's it's been really nice, sort of reflecting and thinking about, you know, being an empty nester or free birder, and you know, sort mm-hmm. of thinking about what this time of life is for me and so many others that go through the same thing.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us.
1: You're um, welcome.
0: A huge thank you to Danny Hinchy for giving us her time and perspective on kind of what seems like a empty nest boomerang experience. Also, I wanted to thank my co-host, Dr. Elsa, for covering for me beautifully. You might not have noticed, but during that interview, I kind of dropped out. We had technical difficulties for the first time, and mom, you carried that really well for both of us. Join us next time, we've got Another perspective on a now-what experience, and this one has to do with having a plan for life and things not going according to plan. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to rate and subscribe to At The Same Time on whatever platform you use to get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss a single episode. We'd love for you to connect with us online. Our website is Same Pod. Dot fireside.fm dot You can also follow us on Twitter at SameTimePod. Music by purpleplanet.com Copyright 2021 by Mikel Rogers Wood, PhD, and Elsa Rogers, PhD.